I know what you're thinking. Well, maybe I, I know what I used to be thinking, okay? My thinking was something like this. It was, what is all the hubbub about marketing? Why is everybody so interested in marketing? Isn't it just prospecting? Well, I just don't see what the big deal is. Let me tell you what. I learned what the big deal is, and I learned why marketing is so important, and I'm going to share that with you right here in this episode along with a whole bunch of ideas for marketing and prospecting to help you create that continuous flow of prospect that you're looking for. Welcome to the Business of Sales podcast. I'm your host, Morris Sims. Hey, do you ever feel like you're working harder than ever before, but your business and your income, well, they're just not growing like you want them to? Are you putting in more hours every week and seeing essentially the same results? Well, I can tell you, I've been there and I've done that. I learned how to go from 30 grand a year and two weeks off to almost $500,000 a year and five weeks off. We know how to help you grow your business, your time, and your income. This podcast is all about helping you grow. We have top salespeople and business owners sharing their knowledge with you every week and a few times a month, well, I'm going to share specific growth strategies with you as well. So, hey, let's make it happen right now. Here's this week's episode. You know, I can remember a time when somebody would say marketing and what they really meant was sales. The marketing department, well, that really was the sales department. It was measured on sales metrics. I just never could figure out for the life of me what people with a marketing degree from college were supposed to do in the real world, except maybe uh, be in the advertisement world. Later on, I learned that marketing really is a very important part of what we do every day. So here's the difference between marketing and prospecting. I start every conversation on this topic with these two definitions. It's been very important to me, and it was like, oh, golly, it was like a bright light came on when uh, Fred Filippo taught me this back many years ago at New York Life. Marketing is all the activities that you do on purpose to attract somebody to your business. I'm going to do that again. You ready? Marketing is all of the activities that you do on purpose to attract someone to your business. Attract them. Get them to drive by, look in the window, look at the ad, or briefly at least you know read the headlines before they, they trash the copy, or listen to you for the next 15 seconds on the telephone, or listen to your, your post, or, or just to get them started in the process. Marketing attracts people to you. It may cause them to listen and then to listen and actually ask a question or two that would indicate that they have a desire to learn more. Once I have somebody attracted to my company, I have to engage them in the steps of the sales process. And that means asking questions and having a conversation, right? Marketing attracts the suspect to you and allows you the time to qualify that opportunity. Prospecting is engaging that suspect in the sales process. They've shown some interest. Maybe they asked a question and it's time to transition them from a casual acquaintance to a qualified prospect. And by that, I mean somebody that has a need for what we sell, has money to pay for it, they're healthy in the case of life insurance, and I can engage them on a favorable basis. They'll, the, what I mean by that is they'll take my call. They'll talk to me. That's a qualified prospect. 
So prospecting is what we've been doing for years. It, it really is. It's approaching somebody and asking them to discuss their life insurance program with us or, or whatever you're selling. It's that initial approach and getting them involved in the process. That's prospecting. Marketing is getting more people to the point where you can ask a similar question and continue the conversation. Only this time, you've done the marketing, and they're at least a little bit attracted to your business, and they want to hear more from you. Here's some things you might be doing that are all marketing at some level or another, okay? Just to give you some examples, you might be using social media platforms. Well, I hope you are, because if you're not, you're missing the boat. Holding client appreciation or other events where you can present your business. Communicating with your existing clients with the intent to engage them in the sales process again. You probably are sponsoring a youth sports team and getting involved in the league. Conducting lunch and learn presentations for employees and companies or seniors at a senior living facility. Most anything you do to help increase your visibility so that more people are going to know about you, that could be considered marketing. Let's get to the practical stuff right now, okay? Here are a few marketing ideas for you. How do you best use social media? I'm, somebody's asked that question, and then they said, yeah, Mars, just give me the skinny on it. I don't need a whole book. Okay, great. Well, yes, social media is marketing. So what are you doing on social? Here's what I've learned about social media. First of all, have a business page that's separate from your family page. Nobody outside of my family wants to see Uncle Joe after he's had five too many and he's out there trying to play golf. Secondly, the social algorithms love video. But don't feel like it's required, okay? If you can handle all the technical stuff, go for it. And it's really not all that technical. I mean, you can create a video with your cell phone and it's darn good in today's world. If not, if you're not ready to do that, that's okay. A simple post is better than nothing. So, Post some relevant stuff that's relevant to your audience, the audience that you want to attract, and give them some information about how you solve problems. Comment on other people's posts. This is number three. Comment on other people's posts that are with thoughtful and important information that you can add to whatever was posted. More than just oh, liking it or, or saying, hey, congratulations. Those are good, but you want to engage with the people on social media. Have a conversation. Look, a quick break in the conversation because I got something for you. You want to grow your business and you don't want to have to work 60 or 80 hours a week to do it. Is that right? Well, I bet it is because most of the folks that I talk to tell me they're working too much for too little in return. Would you like to tap into some of the great ideas and concepts that can help you grow your business and help you get off that plateau where, you know, everything seems to be the same? Same work, same people, same results. Well, we can help you do just that. Each week, we'll put a brief but practical idea in your inbox that you can use to help you grow and run your business more effectively and efficiently. All you have to do is go to www.morrissims.com forward slash free audio. You know how that works. It's all one word. www.morrissims.com forward slash free audio. When you do, just drop your email address in and then we'll immediately give you a download of a free audio that you can listen to whenever you want to, whatever works best for you. This week's audio is a boatload of concepts and practical ideas on marketing and prospecting and creating that consistent stream of prospects for your business. 
pause the business of sales and go to www.morrissims.com forward slash free audio and get your free audio download. Right now, let's get back to the show. Number four, post somebody else's stuff and give them full credit for their work. You're sharing it in hopes that it's going to help somebody in your audience. Number five, batch produce your posts so that you're not trying to every day come up with something that is going to be that special one-time post that immediately is going to cost a prospect to stop what they're doing and buy your product. Yeah, probably isn't going to happen anyway. But (laughs) batch produce. Badge produce, it saves you time and effort, uh, saves all kinds of time. Number six, use a CTA, a call to action line in your posts. Something simple, short, and easy to understand. Click here, buy this, go there, sign up for that. Those are all call to action kind of things. Need those in your post. Go to my website. That may be just all you need right there. Go to www.morrissimsformoreinformation.com for more information. How do you make marketing events work for you instead of just being a lot of work? Well, first of all, engage with the people. Make sure that you're free to do the mingling and the meeting of the people while other folks on your team worry about the event and the logistics. Secondly, draw people in with a compliance-approved prize or bonus or giveaway or, or something for them. Remember, they're all listening to what's in it for me you got to be able to give them something that's for them. Have a game they can play. Oh, everybody loves to play games, right? Spin the wheel and get a prize kind of stuff. Prizes that are directly related to your business are the best. It could be what we used to call in New York tchotchkes. It's okay. Stuff that has your business name on it. Stuff that has your logo. People love to get stuff. I know I do. The key here is to have some way for the people that are coming to your event to give you their email address and all their contact information so that you'll be able to touch base with them and follow up later on. Also helps to know what kind of business they're involved in. Another question is, should I join groups or special interest kind of things, charity, community, or business groups of some kind? I'm thinking things like Rotary or Chamber of Commerce or alumni groups and, and that kind of civic, maybe civically minded organization. Should I do that? The answer is yes but only join groups that you have a sincere and true interest in. Don't join if all you plan to do is prospect and and try and engage people in the sales process today. You've got to be sincere and authentic in everything that you do, and especially when you're dealing with groups of people. You've got to be yourself. So don't try and be somebody else. Don't try and move too fast. Build relationships because it's all built on building relationships. Focus on participating in the club and providing service to the club. What can you offer that nobody else might be able to bring to the table? If nothing else, offer to chair the cleanup committee or be the master of ceremonies, but be visible in the group. Then later on, after you're known and people see that you're there because you care, you will have become friends with several folks. And there may be one or two of them that you're ready to transition the conversation and ask them if they'd like to discuss their business and yours. Here's how that might go. Sam, you know, it's been great getting to know you and working on this project together here at the Red Cross. You know, I was thinking the other day, though, we've never really had the opportunity to introduce ourselves professionally. Let's grab a cup of coffee next week. I'd love to meet people and I'd love to make sure that I know what your business is so that I can refer other people to you. I meet a lot of folks. 
Are you free Tuesday morning? Now, this is not a short-term marketing strategy. You got to give it some time and develop those relationships, those friendships. That's what it's all about is doing good for people in the group that you're working with, developing relationships, and then if business comes from it, and it will, it will eventually. It just has to. It's it's normal human being strategy. It's going to happen. Just be there and give it time. I've learned some great stuff about marketing from some great resources, especially the folks that I've interviewed on the business of sales. Here's a short list of some of those things and resources you might want to go to. My friend Tim Fitzpatrick, the president of Rialto Marketing, says this. Marketing should not be difficult. All you need is the right plan. Well, okay, so what's your marketing plan? Tim has some great stuff on his website, www.rialtomarketing.com. He offers a free consultation as well, and it might just be worth a few minutes to talk to Tim. Also, Tim was our guest on episode number 56 on the business of sales, if you want to hear more. Meredith Galliano and I worked together for years, and she now owns Marketing with Meredith and has systems for making the most of your marketing investment. Check her out. Crackmycode.com slash Meredith.Galliano, and Galliano is G-A-L-E-A-N-O. Meredith Galliano. She's on LinkedIn, too, so you can find her there. One of her systems gives you a great way to begin to interact and add value with people. Meredith did episodes number seven and number 15 on the business of sales. David Lyons is a friend of mine who is a brilliant speaker, a trainer, and a coach. And he tells me, Morris, remember, prospecting is not difficult if you just go do it. Prospecting is either a habit or a problem, but it's never both. www.davidalyons.com Dave was our guest on episode number 10. Prospecting is getting people to engage with you in the sales process. For these ideas, please don't get caught up in the definition. I'm just going to give you a bunch more ideas here. So just give them a try because they work. That's why. <laughs> I don't know whether you call them marketing or prospecting. It doesn't matter. They work. Okay, here we go. Number one, have a positive attitude that attracts everybody with a smile. You need to be approachable. And your attitude says that you're either open to building relationships or not. Make sure you're open to building relationships and that positive attitude shows on your face and in what you say and how you say it. Number two, get to know people because it's fun. It's fun to get to know somebody new. Down the road, if it builds into business, that's great. If not, you made a friend. So get in the habit of meeting people and talking with them. A friend of mine says, get in the longest line at the grocery store or at Starbucks or wherever because when you're in line, You've got a prospect in front of you and a prospect behind you. Business, in, in whether it's sales or engineering or performing in the arts, it's all about relationships. Work on building relationships because many times they're going to become business relationships. And even if they don't, again, you're building a great group of friends. Check out what Chris Nakibi has to say about relationships. He's in episode number 80. Chris is an attorney with a specialized law firm. He has a real estate and construction business. And he's the executive vice president and chief investment officer of a bank that he helped to start that now, well, let's just say they've got over $10 billion in assets. Would you say maybe Chris is quite a successful young entrepreneur? 
<laughs> I would. Neat guy, too. You'll love the episode. But check out what Chris has to say. Now, practically, how do you go about finding new people to talk to right now about buying your product? Well, here's some ideas. And by the way, can you tell I love lists? <laughs> here's another list for you. Number one, everywhere you go during your day, talk to people. Find one person every day that you can follow up with later. Number two, make sure you have a good, well-thought-out elevator talk so that you can answer the question, Hey, Morris, what do you do? you got to be able to answer that in a way that's intriguing and causes them to ask the next question. Number three, ask for an opportunity to show people some ideas that you've used to help other folks that are in their same situation, right? So ideas that you've used with other families, business owners, uh, farmers, whatever your market is. You've helped them arrange their assets to protect their family or whatever the case may be and save money on taxes. So let me do it all together for you here. John, I'd love to have the opportunity to show you some ideas that I've used to help other families like yours protect their assets and save money on taxes. Can we get together one day next week and talk? That's it. Just that simple and just that straightforward. It works. It works because it's true. It's honest and you're being authentic, okay? Saving money on taxes, well, most of our products are tax-deferred, and that saves money on taxes. So before you even get into anything more difficult than that, tax deferral works, and it saves money on taxes. Number four, get involved in groups that you're interested in being involved with. Involved with Business will come later. We talked about that earlier. Approach your friends and family. Come on now. Don't, don't tell me that you don't want to do that because you don't want to ruin your relationship. Well, I got to tell you, I, I, and I'm sorry, but truth is, I believe that's a cop-out. If you had a pocket full of coupons that would save somebody $1,000 on their next 10 Amazon purchases, would you give those coupons to strangers on the street? Or would you give them to people that you know and love and care about? Well, look, folks, you've got just such a product. Call them. They won't stop talking to you or shoot you or call you bad names or anything else. Look, here's another one for you. Try this. Hey, Bob, you know, I got to tell you, I love my job. I've never had more fun than I'm having right now, and I get to help people arrange their assets. Look, let's grab lunch next week, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Then you ask for a lunch date. If there's pushback, you can always say, Hey, Bob, look, it's totally up to you. There's absolutely nothing, though, that says that you have to do business with me just because we're friends. And, you know, at the same time, there's nothing that says you shouldn't do business with me if it's something we can do to help your family or your business, right? Look, let's get together. I'll show you how I do work with my clients. And if you want to proceed, that's great. If not, hey, I promise I will never mention it again unless you do. Fair enough? All right. So there it is. Number six. You know, I'd be neglectful if I didn't mention referrals, right? Just make it a standard part of what you do. Maybe you have a journal, you know, one of those nice leather-covered or, or leatherette-covered journals, books. And in that journal, you write down the names and contact information of all your referrals. You pull it out when you start the process, when you start the conversation, and you leave it on the table in front of you. And when somebody says, gee, Morris, what's that? You tell them, oh, that, I'm sorry, that's my referral journal. Many times my clients know people who are just like themselves and they probably are going to benefit from the same kind of service and expertise that we bring to the table. Who do you know that runs their own business? 
and you begin to have that conversation. At that point, you open the book and you hold your pen ready to write down a name. And in your book, you've already filled it with names and phone numbers of people that you are doing business with, people you have gotten a referral to maybe. And you continue to build up the names and the numbers in that book. It looks impressive to your prospect when they see that you've gotten all these referrals. They're going to understand that it's customary and it's normal for people to refer others to you. So great idea for being able to gather more referrals. And again, the the real key, and, and this is important, the key to gaining referrals, to getting referrals, is asking for them. If you'll ask for referrals, people will give them to you. But you know what? It's 100% sure that if you don't ask, (laughs) you're not going to get any. So make it a part of your process to ask for referrals. And when do you do that? When people say thank you. When they're grateful for the work you've done, that's when you can ask for referrals. All right. Somebody out there just said, look, hey, Morris, all those are great strategies for getting business going next week or next month or when I can put a system together. But look, Buddy, I need people I can call today and make an appointment with for this coming week or even tomorrow. Is there anything I can do to start the sales process with somebody today? Well, once again, of course, the answer to that question is a resounding, yep, you sure can. Here are more than 17 people you can call today and ask for an appointment. And I promise you, at least one of them is going to be your next sale. I'm just going to blow through the whole list for you real quick. Your favorite teacher from high school your favorite professor from college, your best friend from high school, your best friend from elementary school. And that's true. Our elementary school has a reunion every year. We're up to 50 or 60 of them now. It's incredible. The owner of your dry cleaners, your auto mechanic, frankly, anybody that you pay for doing anything, any kind of service or product that you purchase, if you're doing business with them, Shouldn't they be doing business with you, right? Family, friends, and neighbors, they need what you have, and you can help them. Old school friends, we talked about that, I guess. People you exercise with, people you meet at the gym or you play basketball with or you play golf with, if you haven't approached them, it's time to do that. People you go to church with, those are folks you love and care about. Shouldn't you want to help them? People at your club. Whatever that might mean for you, if it's a country club or a civic club or a knitting club or a bridge club, whatever, people at your club. Children and families where you haven't written those children life insurance at this point. Those are great prospects and great reasons to go see people, children and grandchildren. Go back to your first 10 clients that you sold this year. What What are their needs now? What are their next needs? Because one of them is going to be ready to do something when you call today. How about the first 10 no responses that you got two months ago? Call them back now. Check in. See how things are going because I promise you, things have changed for one of them and they might be ready to do business with you today. People you know that you haven't written. They're in your cell phone contacts. They're on your Facebook, Twitter, followers on Instagram or whatever you call that and any any other social media out there. Just find those names and call them today. Callbacks. Have a system to religiously call back the people who don't want to talk to you today. And then make sure you follow up and do it. Former colleagues, people you worked with at your last job or when you first started working. Parents of your friends. 
or your friends' brothers or sisters or cousins or nieces or nephews or next-door neighbors. You know, all of these folks are prospects today. If you'll call one person from each of the groups that I just mentioned to you, and golly, if you don't get at least five appointments, then <laughs> i tell you what, give me a call. I'll coach you some on how you ask for appointments. I promise you there are prospects in them, there are hills. They also make the calls. You can do this. Prospecting is not hard. You just have to do it. You have to do it with a good, positive attitude. Because prospecting is either a habit or a problem, but it's never both. So there you have it. An episode of the Business of Sales packed with ideas to help you find your next prospect and create that never-ending flow of prospects for the future. Now, there's more here than you can do all at the same time. So pick two or maybe three things that might have some appeal to you and put them in your operation right now. You can always come back and pick up a couple more to try next week or next month. So go out there and give it your best. I know you will. And look, here are a couple of affirmations to remember as you're going through prospecting to remind you who you are and what you're doing and why. I do more for my clients and their families than any one sale could ever do for me. I have solutions to problems that save families and businesses from financial disaster. It would be a shame if I didn't take the opportunity to have a conversation with them about it. I'm providing a service. I'm adding value and I'm helping people in a way that nobody else could ever do because I have the opportunity to call them right now and start the conversation. Chances are really good that no one else has been caring enough to do that for them. Now go out there and have a fantastic week. Meet some new people and help solve some problems. I know you can do it. I'm betting on you. Best wishes, and I'll see you next week on the Business of Sales. And until then, this is Morris Sims. Morris Sims.